This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Backseat in the moonlit Oh man, it was a big night last night. The big game was on. Oh God. What's the big game? Bradley Trainer, don't pretend like you were not glued to the television. I wasn't. Watching Actually, every play I was, with rapt I attention. I was not watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071 with your wall-to-wall Super Bowl coverage. No, that's a lie. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You know I do we have love a tight sports. end, okay. All right. Um Okay, I want to get to the. I do want to say something about the uh, the halftime show. But well, that's the only we, thing we care about, honestly. Well, that actually, that's it's funny you should say that because it used to be that we also cared about. Well, the I, I think you're going to say commercials, but that stopped when they started showing commercials before the Super Bowl. Like, come on, guys. okay. So thank you. That so I was realized last night. I'll get, I'll bring you into the Lindstrom home for just a moment. My husband actually loves football. Yeah, was excited about this. Um, we were in two separate rooms that are you know close enough where I can still see the TV. And he was sitting in there watching uh, with one of my sons. And every time the commercials would start, he'd be like, "Commercials!" And I was like, "We're done with that. I don't yeah. care anymore because I already saw them. Yeah, we've moved on. I already know They're what's all gonna... online. And guess what? If I haven't seen them, I can Google them. But can we talk about? One quick thing about the commercials. Yeah. It was so Bitcoiny. It oh, was the cryptos. It was like so crypto. I'm telling you, I have said this, and I know Holly, uh, you feel the same way, and Colleen, I imagine you do as well. That this whole cryptocurrency thing is a, a giant bubble that's about to pop, and a bunch of people are going to end up without money. That may not be true because I don't, to be fair, I have not done a lot of research on cryptocurrency, but the way that it has sort of infiltrated um, the popular culture indicates to me that there are a lot of people spending money and they have no idea what they're spending it on. So I imagine it stands to reason there will be some cryptocurrency represented in the commercials during the Super Bowl. Oh yeah. It was super crypto-y. In fact, at one point my, uh, my 12 year old son comes into the room that I'm in and shows me his phone because I had just turned around and saw a QR code just bouncing on the screen. That was the commercial, a purple QR code. That's clever. And just get everybody to my husband. Pull up your- my husband goes, I'm not going there. I know what this is. My 12 year old, young and impressionable. And then he comes in, he goes, they're going to give me free $15 if I yeah. sign up for this. And I'm just like, the most 12 year old thing. Like I can get free money. And I'm like, nope. Like, no, nope. I'll give you $10 to put that down. Oh, but here's the, well, I'm not even, so it was just real, real crypto-y, yeah. real Bitcoin-y, yeah. real, uh, it was everywhere. Okay. But yeah. the most important thing okay. was the halftime show. Yeah. 
So I mean, that's obvious. the only thing that I pay attention to. Did you watch it? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's 14 minutes of your life that, you know, you can do it even if yeah. you're not. Like, even if the, the people performing are not your favorite. And I can't remember the last time I was, like, super uber excited about the performers um, other than Beyonce, Beyonce. and Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So were you excited about this one at all? Not really. Not really. No. I mean, okay. I, I like all of the artists, but, you know, I just kind of have, like, a, a general reference point i don't have any specific you know i wasn't like glued to the set but it was a it was a fabulous performance and they the what i appreciate about the super bowl is every year they go to great lengths to show something like the show is unique and i love a show so whether it's um you know a broadway show or a super bowl halftime show Mm -hmm. i love the -the over-the-top performance nature and the set was amazing well see that's the thing i mean to me like that's the first thing that should always be very impressive is when you recognize how quickly they have to transform a football field that's actively hosting a game into a performance venue and then take that performance venue down so that the football people can keep playing. I mean, that's stunning in and of itself and it's happening. Yeah. In front of your head was upside down. Thank you. Which I was like, I, I did. It's like I was, the music video. I was. Worried. I know, but he did it in the real world. In life. Wow! I, it was, was upside down. I was Holly. worried. I was like, "That's got." I hope he doesn't get a headache. He's got a big head rush. He was happening. only upside down for like ten seconds. But it's you know, fine. you don't know how long he was waiting like that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay, so, but here's what I stumbled upon uh, in preparation for watching the Super Bowl. I saw this article in Consequence of Sound, um, the website that starts with this headline. NFL won't let Eminem kneel at the Super Bowl. And I was like, click. And basically, this was a this was a report that happened before the actual performance that was sharing some of the things that the NFL was aware of that the artists were planning to do during the halftime show that they were advising against. Okay. And one of those things was uh and you know, spoiler alert, you know how this all turned out was Eminem kneeling at the end of his uh-huh. part of the performance yeah um the 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 article the original article uh basically said that the nfl rejected that outright other things that the nfl rejected were the color of certain outfits that some of the artists were wearing because they cited possible gang affiliation and then uh, the other piece was that they had requested that they change lyrics to a certain song that had some note about the police Mm -hmm. these are you know part of the national conversation Mm -hmm. the nfl allegedly said that they didn't want to uh take part in i want to get the exact words right um they didn't want to take part in divisive culture wars. And I thought, well, that is okay. This is an interesting story because the artists that they brought on to mm-hmm. do this halftime show mm-hmm. have a history of being, ha- having commentary on all of these things, yeah. all of these issues. Mm-hmm. You knew who you were hiring. Oh, sure. Presumably you 100%. hired them to do this halftime show which by the way dr dre footed the bill for presumably you hired them because of all of this yeah and then now you're like nicking them for making some of these choices now i was really pleased to see that the that the artists still did all of the things that allegedly the nfl was saying don't do that yeah i mean i think the like i don't i uh, 
I think the NFL knows exactly what they're doing when they hire people. That's what I, yeah. And by hire, I mean not hire because they don't actually pay these people. And these performers are putting out their star power, their reputations, their money. They're actually paying Mm -hmm. for all of this. So, like, hats off to these artists deciding to get together and perform um, and put put this production on despite, you know, yes, it's a great platform for them. Yes, they're going to get a great ton of publicity. Yes, I'm sure their album and single sales on streaming services will go up as a result. So all of those, I'm not saying it's totally selfless, but at the same time, you know, it's a choice. And a lot of other artists turn down, allegedly, um, this and and typically do because they just don't want to, you know, it's not worth mm-hmm. the trouble. It's also the NFL, which is like not a neutral, um, apolitical organization. Right. Like it's like... I'm just saying they knew what they were doing. Even if they were saying like, oh, we don't want to do this stuff. They know what's going to happen. And obviously they didn't stop anybody from doing any of these things. So it clearly, if they were trying to push buttons, I'm sure there were a lot of people on social media making commentary about it. Yeah. But that, that has clearly been the case for a long time. So I'm just saying I'm not, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if. They were happy to wade into that was all kind culture of culture war. Some of the posturing, yeah. yeah. I will just for you know, just in terms of being entertained by a halftime show, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And one of the things that happens every year when I watch one of those halftime shows is the first pass at it, I like enjoy it and I think it's interesting and cool but the more you go back and watch it the more details you see oh sure because in the moment it's just 14 minutes of like ah well you don't know what's coming at you so yeah. you're just like that ah, and you're trying to take it all in yeah. um, but when you take a step back and then go also, back and watch it it's, nobody it does anything good. in a public platform in the year 2022 without an opinion about something so like oh whether it's the Super Bowl or uh, an award ceremony you know be prepared for people to just be who they are. Oh, trust, <laughs> trust. You will read the comments if you want yep. any sort of. I don't. I know. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah. if you want confirmation no, I, I of that, read the comments. Yeah. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, Bradley is going to do a halftime show. Just da, kidding. Da, da, da. Actually, our, our halftime show doesn't come it's for another tassels. 15 or so minutes. But we are going to talk about a really difficult story. Uh, and this is one that is that has a ton of mystery around it. And that's the death of Bob Saget. Yeah. Uh, some extra information that has that has come to light. Uh, we're going to talk about it when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. The death of Bob Saget recently, but more information has uh, been released about his death that makes it far more mysterious, I think, than we realize. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, Bradley, what is the latest? Let's get the Cobra gang together, you guys. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double double with the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the Okay, so I, you know, this is a tragic story, obviously. We lost Bob Saget. Um, uh, uh, gosh, it's been weeks now. But still, this story has been um, fascinating in the sense that we didn't know very much about what led to the cause of Bob Saget's death. We knew um, that it was probably sudden. He probably wasn't aware because it seemed like there was no foul play or anything, obviously, you know, uh, that would have made it uh like easy to understand exactly mm-hmm. what happened, but it happened very quickly is all I'm saying. But then we got the autopsy results and that has sparked a whole nother level of 
media attention, which on the one hand is like, ooh, this is kind of awkward, right? Because you have this family, but they've acknowledged what happened. They've talked about it. And really that, you know, they just have sort of made that statement. But there are a lot of questions unanswered. And I was reading through this piece in the New York Times that kind of breaks it all down because, you know, the headlines are all like he fell. It was a serious fracture. And but but like when I think the average person reads like somebody falls and then they end up uh, passing away, that like kind of strikes fear and terror in us yeah. like wait that's possible right like you i need that to, could happen to anybody i need to understand what actually happened so if you read through this new york times piece they lay it out pretty clearly and they talk to medical uh experts doctors and people who've had experience with people dying from similar types of trauma right um and and they lay out you know what's in this particular uh the medical examiner's report and you know, the, uh, again, the headlines are pretty clear. They talk about a um, a serious fracture that led to some swelling and some uh, blood pooling under the skin. And that ultimately is what left him dead. But I think a lot of people were like, well, wait, did he like bump his head on a cabinet? You know, right. like how many times have you just like, I just clunked my head the other day stood on a pipe. too fast or something I stood like up that. And yeah. Not realizing it was right under my head. Um, and then you're like, ooh, I'm going to have a bruise there for a while. Okay, like, do I need now need to go to the emergency room when that happens? Right. Well, when you read through this New York Times piece, it becomes clear very quickly that this was no usual, typical or what we would describe or most people would think of as a routine clunk of the head. Right. That, you know, in one particular section, they talk about how, you know, one of the experts says, like, I don't see this injury unless somebody a has had a baseball bat to the back of their head Mm. or has fallen 20 stories. So, like, it's a significant injury that is not one where you would have the accident and then think, oh, I'll be fine. I'm going to go to bed. Right. They're clear in saying it indicates he, if he, um, how can I put this? Whenever this trauma happened, afterward, he would not have been lucid. Right. Like, there is no way the experts believe right. that this is just something you would have been like, oh, I'm going to sleep this off. Right. That he probably wouldn't have been fully conscious or aware of what was going on and may not have been thinking clearly after that injury. Which, on the one hand, you, you know, I think for a lot of people reading it are like, okay, so, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't have to be as perhaps... Concerned, concerned for about my own life. My head. Right. But we still have a lot of questions about Bob Saget's life and how it ended because there's very little in the way of clues or indication that somebody else was involved. Or I should say there's no indication that anyone else was involved. They still think this was an accident. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
accident. But that leaves a lot of unanswered questions. There were no other signs of trauma on his body. And really, to me, it just it smacks of a mystery. And I don't want to be sort of morbid about it, but I do think like I hope the right people are asking the right questions because right. I would think, you know, whether you're the hotel, whether you're the family of Bob Saget, most importantly, perhaps, but just for everyone involved, you would want to know ultimately what happened. Absolutely. So and that it doesn't happen again or like somebody can be held accountable. Exactly. Because because what I think is so interesting is that they were very fast to say very early on that they have no reason to believe foul play. But to your point, when we're talking about the extent of injuries that occurred, from a layperson's point of view, it is hard to imagine that there wasn't somebody else or something else involved at some point. Well, also, you would think that if it had happened within the hotel room, that there would be a sign of somebody. Right. Because again, and let me just see if I can find the exact quote. This is significant trauma. Now, this is according to not anybody directly connected, but Dr. Gavin Britz, the chair in neurosurgery at Houston Methodist. This is something I find with someone with a baseball bat to the head or who has fallen from 20 or 30 feet. Now, uh, he just has the same information we all do, um, but he goes on to say the he described the fractures to particularly thick parts of the skull as well as to the bones in the roof of the eye socket. If you're if you fracture your orbit, referring to your eye bones, you have significant pain. So it's not something you would have just been like, oh, Oh, I'll just I'm going to see how I feel tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Well, in significant pain, like we all realize if any time you've been in any even non-significant pain falling asleep can be very difficult but obviously if your brain is affected yeah i just I, yes i have more questions than they have answers and I, I ultimately after reading this i just hope somebody you know i hope they do get, the work on get it get answers yeah so mm. just mostly for yeah his terrifying. family and, yeah it's awful When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got celebrities behaving badly. We call them. We'll tell you all about them after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one breaking up celebrities behaving badly. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. And that name is presenting Lord and lady douchebag of the day. Thanks for asking. It's Food Guy. Oh, Jonathan Chibon. Hi. Did you find your ding dong? No, the ding dong has been permanently deleted. The ding dong is gone. I need to go find that ding dong because, man, this is a frequent flyer. Yeah, his name is Jonathan Chabon. Uh, Of course, Food God is technically his name because he legally changed it, but still, Jonathan Chabon, you remember, is Kim Kardashian's bestie. Besties. One of many. Uh, But anyway, he is my D-bag today. Why? Because of this exclusive... Jonathan Chabon, he's cool with Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's relationship. Exclusive. What is exclusive about that? Well, you know, uh, his comments are very important to the world. And at least if you believe him. And he was one of the many attendees at the Homecoming Weekend event hosted by the H. Wood Group and Revolve in Los Angeles. There, he caught up with E.T.'s Danny Directo and shared his thoughts about his best friend Kim Kardashian's relationship with Pete Davidson. There's First of all, Danny Directo just sounds like a made-up name. Well, it sounds like the perfect name for someone on 
Entertainment tonight. It's a real good show. So I'm glad he is living his best life. Um, here's what Jonathan said. Quote, I think it's cool. I've only hung out with them a couple times. I love her to death. So whatever makes her happy. So that wow. is the exclusive uh, Jonathan Chabon wow. comments on Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's relationship, a.k.a. Thanks for wasting my time, entertainment tonight. Not a real good show today for this segment. Also, um, it's just another example of and there's video, which I'm not going to bore you and uh, make you watch, but it is video of. Jonathan Chabon showing up on this red carpet Great. for the Hwood Group and Revolve in Los Angeles, which I don't even know what that's. Is that like some hotel group or I, something? Or like an apartment or uh, it's a, a bank. realtor? Okay. It's a bank. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's located in City National Bank. What is this thing? City National Bank is a bank. Uh, the Hwood Group <laughs> is a Los Angeles-based hospitality and lifestyle company with a diversified portfolio of upscale nightlife and restaurant venues. Okay. All right. Okay. So food and nightlife, which yeah, is I Jonathan Chabon. Exactly. Thing. But what I love is that oh. like everybody involved acts like this is like a, we asked for it. We didn't, we didn't, we don't need it. Cause I don't need to know what Jonathan Chabon thinks of Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. Also, thanks for showing up about two months too late. Like we don't like, we're already past the, like whatever these people think of this relationship. Here's my other thing with Jonathan Chabon. And I don't know, maybe I feel a little sad for him because of this, but not too sad. Like, what's it got to be like when you're just trying to make a career for yourself and the only thing anybody wants to talk to you about is Kim Kardashian? Now, I bet he's grateful, right? Because he's got... Oh, I'm sure uh, he, like, lights a candle to her altar every morning. Hashtag blessed. Mm. Yeah, because she is the reason for the season. But, like... I don't know. In a personal fulfillment way, I wonder how fulfilled he is. I also love that you think that um, Jonathan Chabon is reflecting on anything I know, deeply. But I want him. Like, because I w- if you do for five seconds reflect deeply, it all crumbles. True. Like literally yeah, your entire point. Re- your foundation just becomes quicksand because you have to be a certain kind of person to <laughs> launch yourself yeah. from... Well, first of all, to be besties with Kim Kardashian, that requires a certain level of suspension of disbelief. But then once you're there to then turn that into a career yourself and to be able to sell it in a way that indicates you're not just completely lying to yourself and everyone around you. So I think I don't I don't want you to spend too much energy trying to reflect on Jonathan Chabon's deep. I'm going to put it down now. (laughs) Who's I'm going to put it down now. Yeah, good thing that you have uh, your floaties on. It's yeah. the shallow end of the pool. Yeah, yeah well, it's a poop pool. So. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, like, that's how I feel. Like, I'm just like, oh, gosh. Okay, my D-bag, thank you for asking, is Hillary Baldwin. Oh, hi. Oh, Hilaria. It's so hilarious. What's she up to? Well, listen, I'm going to read you the words. I think you've already seen what ha- what she did, but I'm going to read you her words. Everybody play the home game. Um, imagine what heroic act took place in Hillary Baldwin's life for her to write the following. And by the way, these are actually, um, I think, lyrics of a song. Uh, ladies, get your mantra on. I am sexy. I'm fearless. I'm divine. I'm unbeatable. I'm unbeatable. I'm creative. I'm feminine. I'm masculine. Hear no evil. Speak no evil. Wait, I'm not what? the one to cross. I, I don't know that song. Are we doing poetry? What is this? 
I think it's lyrics to a song. What? What? Song? It's a song by uh, Emmy Melly. It's called "I Am Woman." It's a viral TikTok song. Oh, I'm not done yet, God, though, guys. The worst there's words more. in in like <laughs> the English language at this point. Yeah, well, there's viral more. TikTok song. They can talk that bleep about you long as you know that it's false. I'm earthly. I am heaven. I am what I like to I'm be. Earthly, I'm heaven. When I ask for what I want, somehow it finds me. Somehow it finds me. I am anything I want. Hearts love you all, Hillary. Yeah, that's her name. That's what she. So this is what she writes to a company of photograph. She's had a major life change, you guys. What was her major life change? She, she got, got a haircut. Oh, I thought she was going through the change. No, no, she's not. Uh, not okay, that we know. So of. she got a haircut. Big deal. Wow. They, that's girl. It is a Ladies haircut. And I'm sexy. I'm also, curious. it's not a dramatic. It's a great hair. I mean, it's great. She looks great. I am so not. Yeah, this is not my oeuvre. So I'm not. That's not my thing. It's not like she also, shaved her head. Like it's not like she weirdly difficult to get on. How did that thing get on? Oh yeah, I think it just it's that's probably all elastic, or she's yeah. got people for that. Yeah. Anywho, this is like this is so typical, <laughs> Hilaria Baldwin. It is a haircut, you guys. Yeah. It's a haircut. Oh wait, you mean she's just doing things the rest of us do, but needs attention for yes, it? Yes, exactly. Okay. I mean. Listen, imagine your world if everybody you knew, whenever they got their haircut, they posted a photograph of it on the Instagram and put lyrics to like a personal I empowerment do, I, song. Like, there is, I, I do, I do just think that she obviously has like spent some time doing the work. That that said, the product is not what I'm buying. What I'm saying is like she had to do some work there to like. Figure out like the like the song and the mm-hmm. lyrics and the thing with the thing. That said, it's not very original. It's not particularly creative. And really, ultimately, I think what it is is an attempt to get all these other wonderful uh, give all of these other wonderful blue checked individuals an opportunity to chime in and get attention. Yeah, um, because that's seemingly what happens. Who showed up? Anybody Nobody we know? You know. Uh, Ireland Baldwin showed up. Oh, her okay. stepdaughter. Well, no, you do there know you go. Her. Zed Love, peaceful Barb. Who's that? I, well, see, my problem is I'm only getting certain ones, and I don't think you got the same ones, Holly. Uh, people like Frances Fisher. Okay. Do you know her? No. Oh, the ex-wife of Clint Eastwood? Is that who that is? Yes. Oh, great. Actor. Okay. Wow, <laughs> she's in a photo with Sidney Poitier. So. Yeah. I don't know this person. See, it worked for them. This is why celebrities do this, because now you just learned about somebody so they're not just like, oh, okay, yeah, I love your hair. Caroline Ray from oh, Sabrina God, the Teenage Witch. She I loved to? Caroline Ray. Yeah. I loved her. Did we have her on one time? Yes, we okay. most certainly did. I'm sure we did. Yeah. Well, she's a very talented we comedian. Did. I love her. I mean, and if this is a way that they have to get attention to come back into our consciousness. I think she was hosting I... a show or something. I think she did do like some sort of game show or something recently. Yeah. Well, good. Well, it wasn't recently, because I think we had we'd it remember. Like, well, it and, was. It was probably ten I, years ago. Yeah, I feel like it was before my time. Yeah. yeah so, like, it's when we actually had celebrities on ago. our show, and we weren't just talking smack about them twenty four seven. Just, I, I it was think a different age. It would be difficult we for were, us to get a celebrity to show up these days. We were sell. We were buying what they were selling. That's the right, difference. Right. 
And I'll tell you this. I'm not buying Hilaria Baldwin's uh, haircut. Listen, feel good about it, though. Listen, get a haircut. If you love it, great. Share it. Fine. But let's not make it about some sort of thing that it's not. You went to your hairdresser and you were like, I'm a little bored with this old mop. Can we give it a little freshen up? And then the hairdresser did what you asked and freshened it up. And that's the end of the story. It didn't give you special powers. Pictures of your new hair. You don't do song lyrics. Uh, I don't usually. Also, if you're, I don't know. I just, th- this is all attention seeking on her behalf. And <laughs> what? Celebrities seeking attention? It Never. Worked. And it worked. It oh, worked. But girl, you. it's a haircut. It looks great. It does look great. I, you know, I want you to feel good about it. You don't meet, need me to do that. Or Caroline Ray. Or like poor Ireland Baldwin, who is just like, yeah, my stepmom got a haircut. Love it. It's great. Wow. Wow. When we return, since we're already in a salty place on this lovely Valentine's Day, could just drive you up a wall. It wasn't the hairdo; okay, it was the okay, <sighs> fine. God, don't be so hysterical. <laughs> I know you've all been dying to know how Benifer Genifer celebrated Valentine's Day, and I'm here to tell you, Ben. Let me guess. It what? drove you up a wall. It might drive you up a wall too. <laughs> We're going to play a little We're game. We're going to find out. We're going to play a little game because, uh, you know, they really, they crave privacy. They really need privacy, Ben and Jen do. Um, but Jen, Wait, what? yeah, they want to, you know, because the, remember how like the tabloids. No, in a relationship, and, honey. Yeah, but remember how everybody, we are the ones that ruined their relationship the last oh. time. The reason they couldn't get married is because like. So you're saying they're going to lie to us again. Exactly. Okay. And we're going to spot all, right. all the lies. Uh, we're going to hear what Ben did to celebrate Valentine's Fabulous. Day. For Jennifer, after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. A Valentine from Team Cobra. This love of mine. To Benifer again My Valentine. We see you. This has been a Valentine from Team Cobra. To Benifer again We do see them. We see you in plain sight, honey. We see what you're doing. Anyway, that's a Valentine to Benefer and Don't act like you're not. Mm, oh, I'm going to... Sh- you are going to... what? Just you wait, okay? Holly, what? This is the Colleen and Bradley I mean, show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You are... If you didn't think they were in a publationship, you better after I share uh, this Valentine story with you, okay? Okay. I mean, so, I did, so I'm good. Huh? I'm just saying. Oh, I you do, already yeah, do. Yeah, no, you're know, you're golden, but, but you're. This is going to solidify what you already right, know. Okay, good. so Jennifer. Okay, Holly. Do we have some sort of um? I don't know something. Some sound that we can play every time we spot a lie in this, or like something that goes against their we want to be private narrative. Just there we go. That? That'll do. Do it. All right. Now play the home game, okay. and you two, you know what to do. You'll know when things right. are showing up. So I see this. Uh, I see this headline. Now remember, Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, they're back together. This is their second go round, their second chance at love, and the reason that it didn't work the first time was why? Us. Because the tabloids and us. The public was just public, too up in their business, and it failed yeah. as a result. So this time they're going to do it right. Okay. They're going to be real private. Going to keep things really to themselves. Keep the tabloids out of it. Sure. What? Yeah. That'll happen. Okay. There you go. This is the headline in People magazine. Okay. Jennifer Lopez reveals early Valentine's Day present from Ben Affleck. Quote, this seriously melted my heart. 
Okay. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just start reading things. Okay. Uh, the Marry Me actress, that's Jennifer Lopez, revealed in a weekend newsletter. I would like to get a ding there. Uh huh. She's a newsletter. Substack. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That her boyfriend had created a personalized music video to her song On My Way from her new movie as an early oh, Valentine's God. Day present for her. He gave me a video of my movie song. Okay. Goes which on. I provided to him through my PR team, and they crafted this wonderful thing, and he did what he was told. Okay, you're catching <laughs> on. You're catching on. In the nearly four-minute-long four video, okay. various shots of Affleck, 49, and Lopez, 52, from their first relationship between 2002 and 2004 are woven into Jennifer Lopez's original music video for On My Way, which premiered in December. Okay. We just want this to be private. Now, here's where it gets really good. She says, watching it made me think about the journey of true love. It's unexpected twists and turns. And then when it's real, it actually can last forever. Now, this is just all this ah! clap trap, I think, is the technical term. We're not even done. Okay. The actress and singer told fans that the video is, quote, very special and personal. It's personal, right? So you might have a question. Why would she then why be, is she telling us about it? Right. Yeah. Well, normally, she said, she would have shared it only with her inner circle. Mm, except this was just too great not to acknowledge. But mostly, we're private, so leave us alone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anywho, I did actually uh, take the time to watch this dumb video. Yeah. I'm sorry. You guys, they think we're stupid. Oh, no, they know we're stupid. All of the footage is like, thank you. I mean, can I? All of the footage is footage from like when he did Goodwill Hunting. It's like, like, um, set footage of that. Okay. She's not even in it. It's just yeah. like Ben Affleck. Was like, there anything current? Smoking a cigarette. No, because this is all a memory. This is me- but, remembering. But what I love about this is I bet he had no hand in this is my point. Exactly. So like literally as I was, you know, poking fun, I bet like her team was like, we're going to do this thing. And again, no shame in that. It's the like, we like, again, we see you. Right. We see you. Well, also what happened this weekend? Do, do you remember? Super Bowl. Yeah, but like what happened pers- in her life? What happened this weekend? Today's Valentine's Day, but her movie, her movie, yeah. just her movie, Marry Me. No, this is which, all this Ben. Is the, this is the yeah. this is the payoff. So we started this publicationship, 
as a vehicle. Like, okay, again, to be clear, it I don't know what's actually going on behind the scenes if they really love each other. If this is that all could be true or total lies, whatever you can form your own opinion, you are all adults. However, it is very clear as we followed from the beginning of the trajectory of this publicationship that they were going to use whatever they have or don't have to um, promote the things they're working on. And we've seen that with him and his wonderful advertisements for his gambling app or whatever that mm-hmm. thing is. Um, her her mom has gotten in on that, mm-hmm. by the way, because they, they have a relationship, Ben and uh, Jennifer Lopez's mother. So that it, the publicationship has been a vehicle for that. Um, her entire movie production process, I don't think they were together when the movie production started, but it certainly became twisted in a part of the narrative. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, the storyline. And it was always mentioned this, you know, Jennifer Lopez currently working on this project. This has been like on our way. And again, just to remind the audience who maybe didn't take notes as well as we did during the lecture, um, they didn't acknowledge things directly until and specifically as regards Jennifer Lopez her movie premiere publicity window opened. Mm-hmm. So at the moment that she began publicizing this movie is when she first started speaking about her very obvious relationship with Ben Affleck that they, it's not that they were trying to be private because from the beginning, we saw photos of them on balconies. Yep. We saw photos of them in public spaces. It was all craftily curated to look like it was, you know, we were spying on them and they were mm-hmm. keeping a low profile, but that's not what the, what was the case? The case was they showed up whenever they needed to promote something. Right. And now they're actually on the record because you, why? Because you save the good bits for the last moment when all eyes are on you, right. when you need the most publicity for getting into the box office. And by the way, if we want to be subjective about this or objective about this, look at what her movie did at the box office. What did it do at the box? Not office? much. Right. So, that's you know, but but that's not for lack of trying. Oh, they, they oh my gosh! Out she got a gold star stops. for trying. And oh, I yeah. bet you, if you were to do apples to apples, if this was humanly possible to do the trajectory in the box office of this movie with or with and without the publicationship, you would see improvements with the publicationship. Meaning, this was. To do better than what it would have done without it. Right. Now, over the weekend, box office, filling in the blank here, Marry Me debuted in third place behind Death of the Nile and... Death on the Nile, by the way, roundly kind of panned, right? And stars... uh, A very problematic person. Army Hammer. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, he's certainly not the draw, but he's involved. Right. But, But again... Yeah, when Army Hammer can do better at the box yeah. office. And but again, no no shame in that game. What I'm saying is I want to commend Jennifer Lopez and company for being able to execute a well-oiled strategy of publicationship oh, yeah. 101. Like they they did this and I guarantee that the movie did better than it would have otherwise without all of the the folk relationship focused media coverage and not just the movie i mean she's also got music on the line right so it's like so it's her single and it's the movie that she's trying to get uh you know attention yeah, for and it's working but but please do not let the irony get lost in this that they have constantly blamed the the failure yeah, of their original yeah they yeah. are totally gaslighting yeah. us. they want you to feel bad for caring although at the same time you you 
you need to care because it serves their purpose. Because they're so leveraging. Don't feel bad caring is what I'm saying. Gaslighting, yeah. huh? Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Because they are literally leveraging the media in order to get attention yeah, you're absolutely for right. their relationship in order to get attention for her project. Now, this is where I want to say, when is this going to pl- pay some dividends for uh, Ben Affleck? Well, I think it has a little bit already. It certainly has helped in the area that I think he most struggled with, which was personal perception of him as a as a human, because you'll remember he never came off well post Jennifer Garner for a number of reasons. And even pre during that whole area, really, you know, he's had some demons Mm -hmm. in his public uh, perception that needed to be wrestled with. And he kind of started changing with Ana de Armas. But then. You know, this has taken his image rehab to a whole new level. Oh, you don't see him juggling his donkeys, and that sounded gross, but but literally like walking around with his pants down, you know, with yeah. two inches of crack no. and Dunkin' Donuts. No, Jennifer Lopez is dressing place. him, yes. and he looks fabulous. And he has people so to bring him his donkeys now. So hopefully be giving cutting her a check at some point. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show... What is the best piece in the box of chocolates? 651-641-1071. We'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.